It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Joe Yule and here's what's happening in the world of tech and science today, Friday the 31st of July. Earlier this week, we looked at the question of how big is too big for tech's quartet of titans facing Congress. But the day after they squared up over questions about money and power, they all grew even bigger. They've all released their profit figures for the three months up to June. That's during the height of the pandemic. And they're all beating analyst predictions. Amazon was a big winner, doubling its gains with a 40% increase in deliveries during lockdown as more people ordered delivery to their homes. Profits were $5.2 billion. At Facebook, a 15% jump in people using its platform, including Instagram and WhatsApp, appears to have offset the global dip in advertising spend. Mark Zuckerberg's company scooped up $18.7 billion. Alphabet, the parent company of Google, did appear to have a tougher pandemic, posting the first ever decline in the company's history. Their 38.3 billion profit was 2% lower than last year, but higher than the 37.4 Wall Street was predicting. Meantime, Apple stunned the markets with an 11% rise in revenues, despite having to close stores across the world. An era of working and learning from home is thought to have driven sales of MacBooks, iPads and iPhones in every geographical area, pushing for profits for the quarter over 11.25 billion. Now, with the tech companies making so much money, some are questioning whether they should be paying providers for some of their services, like news, and Australia is doing something about it. It's passed a law that will force Facebook and Google to fork out for content from the country's media companies. The royalty-style system will come into force at the end of the year, with Australia's treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, saying it's about increased competition and protection. Exactly one year ago, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez hit the headlines when she hit back at Ted Yoho, a Republican from Florida, in court who called her a nasty name. Last night, she gave yet another impassioned speech that hit home about a ban on the US military to recruit via Twitch. These are not education outreach programs, the New York Congresswoman said, adding children should not be targeted in general for many marketing purposes, in addition to military service. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do hit subscribe. And if you've got a little moment, do give us a rating as well. 
It almost seems like they're part of the human body as the rise of Apple AirPods has reached fever pitch. But two celebrities who together have 322 million followers on Instagram are facing questions over their promotion of what Apple calls rip-off versions. Kylie and Kendall Jenner are among dozens of influencers reported to be promoting so-called clones of the original tech, which in some cases can look eerily similar to Apple's product, although they may deliver a different experience. The UK's National Trading Standards team has understood to be looking into a number of promotions on Instagram. The platform says it requires influencers to abide by local laws. Kylie and Kendall Jenner have yet to comment. People may tell you it's a waste of time, and let's be honest, much of lockdown was spent turning to digital distraction. But now TikTok is putting its money where its mouth is and offering to cherry-pick the platform's big talent and pay them. A new £54 million fund is being put together in the next year to help what the company feels are the most talented individuals, turning their creativity into a career. Black-owned businesses will now be easier to find thanks to Google. A new tool has landed on the search engine platform that lets businesses identify themselves as black-owned. Last month, they pledged to support the black community with what they described as initiatives and product ideas that support long-term solutions. The way to recognise one is by the new badges that will appear alongside the searches, which look like a black heart over an orange three-striped background. It's not too clear exactly how they will prove the business is owned by the BAME community, but it comes on the tail of their move in 2018 when they introduced similar badges for businesses that are women-led and friendly to members of the LGBTQ plus community. Don't panic about the dog that died from COVID-19. That is the message to animal owners after the first pet passed away in the States this week. It has emerged that there were more complications the dog died from, like cancer in the mix, and there is no way to prove dogs or cats can catch coronavirus or spread it in the same way as humans. Luxury British brand Burberry is teaming up with Chinese tech giant Tencent to design a high-end concept store purely using social media interactions. It's the very first social retail store opened earlier in China's technology hub of Shenzhen. 40% of Burberry's sales go to Chinese shoppers. But the collaboration comes at a time when relations between London and Beijing have hit an all-time low, with China's UK ambassador saying relations have been seriously poisoned. And... As the Mars rover rocketed into space yesterday, budding hopefuls wishing to follow suit may have been dealt a lockdown blow. It has emerged the space camp at US Space and Rocket Center at NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center needs help to stay open during the quarantine. The astronaut wannabes have had to stay home like the rest of us since COVID began, and the camp, who have been up and running for 38 years, have now launched a crowdfunding campaign to stay in the game. You are up to date. Subscribe and come back on Monday for a fresh update on the latest news from the world of tech and science. 
Also, check out our other podcast, Women Tech Charge, with Dr. Anne-Marie Amarfadon. She meets amazing women leading the way in science, tech, maths and engineering. And there are two whole seasons to binge on and the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on Monday when we will be back. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.